boiling acid is indeed fairly redundant. But what would be a more redundant way of making a deadly thing deadlier? You're asking the big questions early on, Paul. <laughs> mm. Flaming lion. <laughs> I mean, eventually that situation is going to sort itself out. I'm just going to keep your distance. <laughs> it's extra deadly and efficient. <laughs> sort of like IBM is hoping to be. Poisonous Christopher Walken. <laughs> <laughs> po- poisonous silence. Venom. <laughs> silence is deadly enough already. Felt it in a few <laughs> seconds when I was trying to think of a funny paradox. Yeah. A poisonous. <laughs> poisonous working relationship. Yeah. A toxic relationship filled the room. Relationship's bad enough already, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody killed both of us, one of us, either of us. <laughs> Podcast that does not blend in at family picnics. I'm Paul Meridian. I'm extracting images out of the mind. Reading on cortex. <laughs> Sucking up our brains. Yeah. Uh, it's Anthony Hopkins as the Riddler. <laughs> it's the casting we, we never knew we wanted. But we did, we definitely did. After the upsetting revelation that Spy Hard isn't very funny, it's time to revisit another. F- mm. I knew I'd do that. I knew I was going to say another instead of A. I did it in rehearsal and I was like, no, don't. Incidentally, you haven't been showing up for rehearsals very much, and I'm very upset. <laughs> you say it's like non-dress rehearsals, and I went that once, and you were just <laughs> sitting there in a, in a swivel chair nude, spinning and spinning. <laughs> it's an undress rehearsal. It's time to revisit a formative superhero experience for the pools. Mm. It's Joel Schumacher's 1995 film, Batman Forever. Riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? <laughs> uncertain world in a chaotic time justice wears a mask courage now truth always batman forever oh yay this is this is gonna be really fun (laughs) the fourth film i ever saw at the cinema really yeah god after the last of the mohicans (laughs) Uh, <laughs> Fatal Attraction. Uh, Schindler's List. Yeah, nice. When did you see <laughs> Wild Things? <laughs> Wild Things they saved for my seventh birthday. Nice. Good parents. Which they didn't let me have until 1998 in order to make so that Wild Things could be watched. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Dad. No! <laughs> Telling you. Stay six. Ben's all rules of space and time. Oh, you always say that. <laughs> you always say that about the lesbian lovins. I don't think it was lesbian, was it? They were just in a threesome. They're pro- probably lesbians. I haven't lesbians actually seen there, Wild right? Things. Probably right. They typical. I, yeah, I, I think I saw it as a as a teen, and it was just too much for me. After after the initial oh. after the initial threesome, I um I, yeah. Anything after this is irrelevant. <laughs> Space bar, close window. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh Christ! Well, look. For those who don't know, Tim Bur- Tim Burton directed. T- t- sounded so crap in English. Then. Tim Burton. Timothy yeah. Burton <laughs> at number forty two. He directed Tim- two Batman films. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman and Batman Returns and was looking oh, I'm just not going to be able to read anything this week don't bother <sighs> and was working on a third 
Batman continues. Oh, that's shittest good. name for anything ever. <laughs> Which could have also been the title for The Dark Knight, because you've got Batman Begins, Batman Carries On, yeah. Batman Finishes Up and Goes Home. <laughs> Tidies up. <laughs> Batman Forgets His Keys, Comes Back Again. Batman Comes Back and Mops, he's a gem. He's a salt oh, of the earth type. Fuck yeah, Batman. Actually, I get paid to do this. That's You really don't have to. No, please, it's my pleasure. No, I really, I mean, seriously, I, I, I wouldn't want management to get hold of this. Oh, it's, it's no worries. No, I know, but it's, it's a zero-hours nice, contract. But... If I, if they see me not doing it, they'll just fire me. Well, I didn't realize. <laughs> no, but ideologically, no, no, I, I know, I know, but I know the whole servant like thing is is not very comfortable for you, um, uh, Master Bruce. In a minute, Alfred. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> it's your caveat. I told you don't come when I'm Batmaning. <laughs> Hang on a minute, are you Bruce Wayne? No. So, as previously re- <laughs> as previously reported in our episode on Batman and Robin, McDonald's weren't happy with um, Tim Burton's work on Batman Returns. No. Um, it made for an awkward Happy Meal toy. <laughs> New squirting joke uh, penguin. <laughs> Murphy. <laughs> yeah, Burton stepped down because of Big Mac. Sam Raimi and John McTurnan were considered, but Burton himself selected Lost Boys and Falling Down director Joel Schumacher. Mm, seemed like a fine idea after those. Yeah, absolutely. We want this to be like Falling Down. <laughs> uh, things progressed. Scarecrow and Catwoman were considered at various stages, but then eventually this happened. Yeah. Uh, there's not much more interesting than that. Although I do enjoy this line, though. Producer Peter McGregor Scott represented the <laughs> studio's aim in making a film for the MTV generation with full merchandising appeal. <laughs> How thoroughly synergetic. Fuck yeah, that's that's everything 90s MTV stood for. <laughs> or at least its demographic did. Are you okay, uh, Blarton? Yeah, yeah, I'm alright, Schblaus. It's just, I'm worried I don't have full mark- merchandising appeal. <laughs> well, I can help you there, Schblaze, or whichever one you were. Hang on a minute, you're Gary McDonald's. My god, anyone who uses MTV demographic needs to be shot, because... <laughs> it, sh- it shows that they don't know what the demographic is. It's like part damn... of the MTV generation. What MT- which generation was that exactly? I think it was the one a- half above us. It's the it's the kids in the Simpsons. Yeah. Um, at Lollapalooza, swaying slightly to rock music. Yeah, exactly. Which I think was our parents <laughs> or older siblings <laughs> at the very least. Oh, yeah, no, it's th- like yeah, kids who who were teens in the nineties. Yeah, that's the ones. I think. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I was a teen at the scrag end of the 90s. Oh, That's different. I, the, I was the, one of Thatcher's the children. me end of the 90s. Yeah. I wasn't. I, <laughs> I was, all the way there. I was a thoroughly a teen of the noughties. Pokemon, I think. That was 90s. Fuck it. Am I right? We had nothing. We had Take That. We had <laughs> Gary Barlow. <laughs> and you had Geodude. <laughs> also, a.k.a. Gary Barlow. So, <laughs> the film originally ran at 2 hours and 40 minutes. It was apparently a much darker film. But you can't tell me that all of Carrie's stuff was B-roll that they decided to include on a whim. Oh, it did, did feel like it, though, didn't it? <laughs> Coincidentally. Does anybody else feel like a bright egg? We just we'd got him to play a very dark role, but he kept fucking around trying to impress the crew. And then we decided that Can't was resist. the movie. There was a mirror on the other side of the, wall, the room, and he decided, well, in for a penny. <laughs> oh, God. The big change that everyone talks about is that Bruce was meant to have remembered reading his dad's red diary. Remember that book that shows up and does nothing? He was meant mm. to have read that and found out that it was Bruce who insisted on going to the theatre the night they got shot, and therefore it's all his fault they died. Oh, okay. Causing him to deal with guilt and a whole bunch of other things. Um, they cut that out. But at the end of the film, it was going to turn out 
that Bruce misread the diary and that the father insisted on going to the show. So it's not his fault. Searing insight into oh, okay. the human psyche. Great. That's the kind of... <laughs> I get on board way more with that. With like, oops. Then, um... <laughs> Turns out I'm not troubled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. If only they could have done that with Take Shelter. <laughs> oh, they did at the very end when they uh... said it was a real storm. Or maybe it isn't. <laughs> Maybe it's not. Maybe it's in the mind. It's up for you to decide. God, Take Shelter's and good. that's the truth behind Take Shelter Forever. Uh, but look, nevertheless, there is a movement to try and get the Schumacher cut released, so <laughs> have at it, everyone. No. Good luck. I'm sure it'll be a mini-series on HBO Girl or whatever the <laughs> fuck. D&D are producing. <laughs> but they're already not too... They're already not that interested. <laughs> They've already had enough of it. But <laughs> this is the cut we got, and critics reacted to it like a bat-signal booty call. Badly for some reason. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> Bloody Nicole Kidman always calling me up to have sex hate it god my life is hard i'm so troubled <laughs> nobody wants that no one wants roger that. ebert over at the chicago sun times said i like the look of the movie and schumacher's general irrelevant irreverence uh, towards the material but the great bat movie still remains to be made he gave batman begins four out of four stars and titled his essay at last batman's real story so he, he made it he got there oh <laughs> yeah that's, that's cool roger ebert did he suffer from some strange vision disease I like how this looks. There was nothing like this before until Enter the Void. Uh, then, <laughs> <laughs> so Enter the I Void has think... been done. Rodriguez.com. <laughs> I think a lot of people just got bamboozled into liking it. Well, it's a acquired taste. Some people really like the aesthetic of this movie of ice cream headache. <laughs> of I aged in the past. <laughs> uh, the public, on the other hand, I need to use the bathroom. Replace this later. Oh fuck! <laughs> Damn. Shit. Uh-huh. Um, Ethan Derby over at Google Derby. says, Personally, my favourite of the Batman films. Mm. Heath Ledger was not in this one, but the guy from Men in Black is awesome as Two-Head. <laughs> the guy from Dumb and Dumbest plays Riddle Me This, and Robin is also in it. Two out of ten, not enough Bat-car. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe that was a real one. I refuse. No, I didn't. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Not with Harvey Dent two head. The two head. Aw. And his well. bat car. <laughs> <laughs> two out of ten, best Batman ever. <laughs> uh we have a brace of three men. Jim Palmer, who played Fugs in Batman and Robin. <laughs> Shit. Batman Forever and the Happy Time Murders. Oh good. But you'll know Jim Palmer from Terminator Two, where he played Jock number one, or Fuck you, you little dipshit guy. Wow. Okay. Yeah, with the mullet. The future was so bright for Jim Palmer. <laughs> when when Arnie twisted him around and stuck that knife in his shoulder, anything seemed possible. Oh no, that wasn't him. No, he doesn't stick a knife in his shoulder. That was a thug in the opening fight. He just goes to shoot him, and Edward Furlong is like, "No, don't. He's going to appear in Batman and Robin." <laughs> Please. It's all your fault, Edward Furlong. Just like everything else in the nineties. <laughs> Patrick Lee, uh, Leahy, Leahy. Whatever. Yeah. He's the guy who's in every Batman movie, including The Dark Knight, where he plays the um the guy that Joker intimidates, you know. I hated my father. Ah that guy. Ah. Uh yeah, and he's in he's in this and also Batman Robin and Batman vs. Superman, so oh, there have been three bad Batmans, why, so he's in. Why is he doomed to to do this? <laughs> he doesn't want to, he hates it. They just show up but... at his house and film Bruce Wayne's charity ball. He comes out of his bathroom in a bathrobe. No! <laughs> Action. <laughs> Action. <laughs> Let's do all three. All the directors. So Batman and Robin, Schumacher. Action. 
uh, Dark Knight. <laughs> in, in my head, it's still like that David Lynch voice. <laughs> Action. Action! That's definitely Zack Snyder. <laughs> and finally, Val Kilmer, of course, who was a foreman. Oh, boy. Thanks to... He was in Surf Ninjas. Yep. <laughs> he was every role in Surf Ninjas. He was also in Planes, <laughs> apparently. I think he did a voice in Planes. Oh, good. I think he was the voice of one of the planes. <laughs> he was he was he was a plane in planes. <laughs> he was also in Song to Song, I think. Did he cut a uh, speaker in half of a chainsaw? Oh yeah, he did. That was yeah. one of the best bits. <laughs> I seem to remember you saying that you were so numbed by the rest of Song to Song that, that even that was hard to enjoy. <laughs> but retrospectively, I, I, out of context, I can definitely appreciate. <laughs> oh god, yeah. I appreciate the snowman, anyone doing that. The snowman where he played Val Kilmer and Batman Forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he was in Top Secret, which I saw last week. Thank, uh, thanks Fuck to yeah. your recommendation, and he was very good. <laughs> yeah, he was in the bin. The film has thirty-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty-one percent on Metacritic, mm. but made three times its budget back. Brilliant! So poor, you big Kahuna! Yeah, uh, for sake, that yeah. line. What's one thing about Batman Forever that made you want to assert yourself? I loved how the names whooshed past the screen pool in the beginning Holy of the shit, film. Holy shit! I love that. Tommy Lee Jones, kids. <laughs> Whoa! Nicole Kidman. (laughs) (laughs) Such a badass. Chris O'Fucking Donald, everyone. Shit, yeah. yeah. He's in Max Payne later. (laughs) Lest he forget. All right, then. Well, let's get on to what happens in what is, we are assured, is a Tim Burton production. (laughs) Fuck yeah. It did confuse me when I saw that. I thought, oh, no, we've got the wrong one, clearly. Um, but wait, but then, that's definitely Golden Tour. <laughs> there's definitely Batman su- suiting up in the beginning, and there is definitely a cod piece yep, there. Bat-bulge. No, this is a Schumacher. Yeah, it's a Schumacher. Bat bulge, bat butt. Yep. Um, and we get our majestic reveal of Batman because any movie that held that back for even the second scene is made by a coward. Get it right in the fucking intro. It's what people paid to see. Who wants to? I mean, that is the main issue with the Dark Knight yeah. Rises. He's just Batman's a man not even in with it. a cane. He lets a woman beat him up. Ridiculous. <laughs> oh, Christ. So, so there's a bat butt, and Tommy Lee Jones is here. Oh, no! There's two heads. Well, look, do you remember Do you remember the, the stunning reveal of two head in Christopher Nolan's film, where he, like, turns, and suddenly you see his face, and it's like, oh, shit! Well, he didn't have Dutch angles and creep show lighting. <laughs> <laughs> One man is born a hero, his brother a coward. Babies starve, politicians grow fat, holy men are martyred. And chuggies grow legion. Why? 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 Luck! Blind, stupid, simple, doodah, colorless luck! <laughs> <laughs> but, but Tommy Lee Jones still tried the turn anyway. But it was hard to... <laughs> the turn has to happen like relative to everything else. So yeah. when the camera is Dutch angling at the same time... <laughs> Maybe he just stumbled and we saw it by accident. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe he's, he's got shy. chronic neck pain and needs to turn his head at extraordinary angles constantly. all the time. Yeah, constantly. <laughs> Literally all the time. Have you been watching me work? Well, look, speaking of incredible reveals, how are we going to reveal our love interest in a way that is going to fully summarize her role in the film? How about her first Hello. shot is just open mouth awe at how fucking hot Batman is? <laughs> here, here are my tits. <laughs> She spends the whole movie like that. <laughs> oh, God. Started lover. <laughs> it's a congressional interest. Just trying to remember any of her fucking lines in agony. <laughs> this is really weird. Oh, God. And it was also very much, hello, I'm here. Off I go. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Batman is just obscenely there, isn't he? <laughs> just like, well, Batman. And I know sometimes that fucks you up in Nolan as well when there's like a gritty crime movie going on and then there's just a guy dressed as a bat there. But it really hits you in this. <laughs> it, ve- it very, very does. So, God, in any case. It's a good thing Batman's here because Commissioner Gordon is a yeah. fucking idiot. He has literally no idea. <laughs> no idea what's going on yeah. at any time. So, and a um... voice that no one has ever had. <laughs> Can we reason with him? He's holding innocent people up there. Except for that kid in the Babe Ruth story. <laughs> Same guy. He's Sign- a demon. Sign my ball, Batman. <laughs> so, that was him, all aged up. It was beautiful. Beautiful cycle. Oh, Christ. Well, look, Two-Face is here to steal a vault that he's filled with acid earlier. I don't know. Batman goes in to fight all of the goons, and one of the goons gets electrocuted and goes... And I... Yeah. I note down, this is Adam West's Batman, but also I want a Happy Meal. For the MTV generation, yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's pretty much what I wrote down. That's my summation of this movie. Um, Yeah, Batman shows up and he, as punishment for disrupting Two Head's plan, he puts him in a vault with with Captain Obvious, (laughs) who has some wonderful lines. He has some very (laughs) Um, interesting and memorable lines. (laughs) Oh no! It's boiling acid! Oh no! (laughs) Boiling acid! (laughs) Oh, Oh. help me! My shoes are melting! (laughs) But luckily, he has a hearing aid. Um, He's not deaf. He just likes to intimidate people um, <laughs> if he didn't down the have that, If he didn't have that, they'd no. be fucking dead. Batman had yeah, nothing. Yeah, Batman would just be twiddling his bat thumbs. <laughs> Are you sure you're not deaf? <laughs> well, I guess we're going to melt then. Boiling acid. <laughs> Fuck me. Thanks, non-defo. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he frees himself and also Captain Obvious. Yeah, they um, get away. And Joker get yeah. uh, Joker? Well, that's a Freudian slip. Joker, Tommy Lee Jones' Joker also gets away. So, yeah. we're fucked. Next, we need an awkward establishing shot of Wayne Enterprises in PS1-era FMV vision. Love it. Sound of Thunder has a lot to learn from this. <laughs> Golden Fall demonstrates that he will be making his presence felt during this film. You're my idol. Work, Edward. And some people have been trying to keep us apart. Which suits, Car- which suits uh, Jim Carrey quite well. Fuck yeah, it does. Well, yeah, he, he's in it, everyone. He's the Riddler. Do you remember Do you remember a day ago, Paul, before we rewatched this? And going, <laughs> I'm really interested to see to see Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey again. This should be fun. <laughs> so jo- Joe Schumacher puts Jim Carrey in a room and goes, okay, go! <laughs> and then runs away and lets Jim Carrey do whatever the fuck he wants. Your entrance was good, his was better. The difference? Showmanship. Didn't give him a script. No. <laughs> Did, is that a joke or is that real? No, I, I, he had a script. That was a joke. <laughs> oh, okay. I assume somebody wrote all of this been. because it's so. I, I think a lot of it was improvised. Certainly, the pop culture references that he does. Because once and upon a time, it was meant to be Robin Williams. So God, that would have been great. Because <laughs> Robin, Robin Williams can do more than one thing. Well, so could you Jim know. Carrey, but not yet. <laughs> well, even in Eternal Sunshine, he's still doing that breathy way of talking. Sometimes there's there's a couple of scenes there where you go, "There's Jim Carrey." <laughs> Spotted you, motherfucker. <laughs> Even Charlie Kaufman throwing bricks at him throughout production just wasn't quite enough. There was a mirror in the room. He couldn't help himself. So he's, he's Enigma. Um, Enigma. Ed, Edward, Edward Enigma. Yeah. And he's got a brain control device. He has. He loves it. It's, it's brand new. It's the PS5. It's going to get all up in your brain. Retail cost is going to be prohibitive, though. 
and there are better specs available elsewhere. Unfortunately, Batman does get called away from his meeting with Nigma, and uh, so he's got to go be Batman very quickly. And so he awkwardly bumps his crap into a tube and then rolls down and turns into Batman at the bottom. And then <laughs> he goes he goes off to the bat signal. And it mm. occurs to me that Christian Bale really didn't manually whoosh his cape around enough. <laughs> That's fucking majesty, mate. I enjoy Kilmer sort of manually operating his cape to make it whoosh. <laughs> Which takes a concerted effort considering how restrictive the actual bat suit is. <laughs> the, um, it's got the Michael Keaton, I have to move as a, as a whole entity. Yeah, as a single thing. unit. Tank yeah. controls. Nicole Kippen's there. She's used the bat signal and she comes on a lot stronger than I remember. <laughs> <sighs> Black rubber. Try fireman. Must to take off. I don't mind the work. Pity I can't see behind the mask. We all wear masks. My life's an open book. You read? I remember that yeah, being a bit cat and mouse. It's more like cat and dead mouse. Cat eating <laughs> mouse. The EDM producer. Famously saucy. <laughs> Famously saucy man. And now he's getting Nasty eaten, man. By, eaten whole by Nicole Kidman. And that's the one good thing <laughs> she about the jaw. forever. <laughs> Swallowed him whole. And then Commissioner Gordon comes in and goes, What'd you do with him? <laughs> I don't know. And, and Batman runs off and the music soars off to his next thrilling adventure. <laughs> Who's he going to awkwardly flirt with next? But somewhere around here, we get news footage of the incident that turned Two Face into Two Face, which implies that Batman was just in the crowd. He was just in the jury, fully dressed as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I got jury duty, Alfred. <laughs> Alfred! It's, well, Bruce Wayne. It says, no, it says Batman. <laughs> What is this? <laughs> Enigma kills his boss. He yeah, experiments he his brainwaves and he gets super smart and um, throws him out the window. <laughs> like a genius word. And says, <laughs> so smart. And then um, he uses his newfound intelligence to deliver the context-dependent line. As he pushes him out the yeah, window. Gotta love that. Oh, and he also says, um, I'm going to fire you. And he says, you're fired. Or should I say terminated and yeah. then pushes him out the window yeah. and he could, could have said dropped super intelligence <laughs> i don't think so i don't think so not with pun making abilities that week or riddle making abilities fuck me because <laughs> the ones he sends to batman yeah are just... are really obvious if you look at the numbers on my face you won't find 13 any place that's hideous what does it mean it's a riddle numbers on my face 13 1 through 12 the answer is a clock. So I am a clock. This... What's the answer? <laughs> I love that people have their, f- their faking face to this. It's like, mm, <laughs> clock. It's a clock. <laughs> well done, Master Wayne. You're brighter than you look. <laughs> and so, yes, um, Enigma, he's going to go off and do Todd Phillips' Joker for a bit. <sighs> Meanwhile, with um, in the A storyline, so to speak, Two-Face attacks a circus that Bruce Wayne is at. Oh no, he's come the charity He's come there on a date with Nicole Kidman, who just openly tells him, I'm sorry, I really want to fuck a different guy from you. Which I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I suppose it's direct. It lets you know where you are. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's better than being messed around, and well, I'm exactly. sure Bruce Wayne appreciates that. <laughs> ouch, ouch though. I get so much of this with the supervillains in my life. What? Nothing. That's just what I call my ex my ex wives. <laughs> but two face attacks, and he says, Look, you gotta tell me who Batman is. Otherwise, I'm blowing up this whole circus. And Val Kilmer's going to confess, but unfortunately, he's got famously quiet shouting. 
<laughs> so much so that not even the person sat next to him can hear what he's screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> <laughs> he was just yelling, Dime Batman. What the fuck does Dime Batman mean? <laughs> yeah, so that doesn't work. And, and yeah. the Flying Graysons. Yay! Um, uh, including Robin. Um, Chris O'Donnell says, yeah. um, well, they, they, they can stop Two-Face and his armed thugs <laughs> by flips. Chris O'Connor, and they, he comes they... out, Stu, with his family of <laughs> acrobats. And he, and he almost does. Yeah. They almost do. Yeah. I don't know what the family does. to their death, except for him. The, the bomb yes. gets raised into the rafters. Dick Grayson then shoves it out the window. And the other Graysons are just kind of around it. Unless they miss something. They fall. And I don't remember do seeing fall. how they fell. Uh, the Two-Face shot the uh, ropes. Uh, okay, and they cool. fell. But it's not entirely clear why they were on them in the first place. Well, I guess they are acrobats. They're, they're acrobats. Yeah. Quick. <laughs> That's inter- all they know, mate. Entertain the crowds whilst they defuse this bomb. <laughs> <laughs> ah, they, 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 they fall and hit the multicolored um, circus floor. Yeah, and um, Nicole Kidman gets a reaction shot of, oh, oh, and uh, and and that's it. I guess the night's over. End. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come back to bed or not, Bruce? Are there going to be any more acts? Uh, <laughs> any? No. Well, Bruce Wayne's standing in the middle, displaying incredible martial arts skills, <laughs> fighting off um, Two Faces thugs. <laughs> And now he's doing the monkey, look. <laughs> um, Fantastic. But yeah, the next scene, <laughs> Gordon drives um, Robin, what Robin, uh, fucking Dick Grayson, over to Bruce Wayne's house and says, we can't find anywhere for him, Bruce. So did Bruce Wayne just adopt every orphan in Gotham? Yep. <laughs> That's what Bruce Wayne does now. Did you try to get this one a house? Yeah, honest. Did you? Because I feel like you're not trying very hard. You're just bringing them straight to me. Look, I'm very busy. <laughs> But I promise you, we went door to door with Chris O'Donnell, with 25-year-old Chris <laughs> O'Donnell, and asked everyone if they wanted to adopt him, and they all said no. So he's coming here. Fine. Well, that is that is the clause. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell makes the split, and then uh, Val Kilmer and Val Kilmer and Alfred, the two real names, they yeah. fuck with him a bit, and com- and convince him to stay because he has an incredible mansion full of riches. Yeah, there's that. I mean, they ultimately end up luring yeah. him with motorbikes and cheeseburgers, which, I mean. In the 90s, there wasn't much else going. <laughs> is, is that cheeseburger on one of your good things, Paul? I did notice it was a particularly good It was good a good-looking looking cheeseburger. cheeseburger. I had it on a good thing. I bumped it in the end for brevity. Uh, but okay. I'm glad we got an opportunity to talk Fair. about it. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. There was a lovely little onion ring on it. Fuck yeah. And a flower. And a Happy Meal In a, in a, in a vase. That was the, yeah, yeah. the flower in a vase. <laughs> I'll be your Happy Meal toil. Alfred! Sorry. <laughs> Child. <laughs> Um, I don't quite know where it fits, but Robin does laundry like a fucking badass. Leave that bastard, Dick. I'll attend to it. I'm not used to being waited on now. Yeah, like a martial artist circus boy. and <laughs> Kicks the shit out of that laundry. Be dry, you piece of shit! And it impresses Alfred and it impresses everybody. Yeah. Um, as we have, like, wailing on a guitar, but about three octaves too low. Address <laughs> <laughs> all complaints to um, yeah. Elliot Goldenfall. But also Hans Zimmer. We should have sorted this out. He should have been on this already. Yeah. He's around. Junkie XL, probably. Yeah. <laughs> he really wants to kill Two-Face. Yes. And Batman goes, look, take t- take it from me. You don't want to do this because... It'll feel great <laughs> up until the point you do it. Really good. And it'll probably it'll feel great 
for a bit yeah. for quite a while actually and then you'll keep killing people and that'll feel great it'll be a real <laughs> rush but then after a while you just get really jaded and then you just have to get into choke wanks you know <laughs> and that's a slippery slope white bread it's a risk yeah it's yeah. very dangerous but meanwhile uh, almost entirely independently uh, Enigma has become the Riddler and yay teams up with Two-Face to cause havoc earn enough money to fund his mind control boxes and yes. he goes on a bit of a spree, and we get a news report in which the news anchor says yes. pundits have taken to calling him yes. the Riddler. Well, that's handy because he picked <laughs> he picked that name for himself as well. Pundits <laughs> have taken to calling him Green's question mark man, <laughs> the Riddler. What? Gin- ginger head boy. <laughs> ginger, 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 ginger. <laughs> Twatty ginger twat. <laughs> Nightmare. So he has to go and. <laughs> And, and this is the point where I, I, I could have sworn the news reporter says, Two-Face and the Riddler have stolen millions of diamonds. And I didn't want to go back and double check <laughs> that they did actually say that, not millions of dollars, because that yeah. is such an amazing thing to say, God. an image. Another robbery perpetrated by the city's green-suited menace, resulting in millions in diamonds stolen. Millions in diamonds stolen. In. Easy mistake to make. Clothed. They've finally got enough money for, for that. Yeah. Edward Enigma changes out of his his red hair whenever he wants. <laughs> Unbelievably so. Yes, he could do it's that whenever he likes. It happens in the movie. God Almighty, that's great. There's there's a there's there's another fundraiser thing, or it's a ball, isn't it? Yes. Um, that Enigma throws. Yes, we get Jim Carrey at a party scene, and I am reminded of Jesse Eisenberg's Luther. Bruce, old man. The press were just wondering what it feels like to be outsold, outclassed, outquaffed, and generally outdone in every way. Boys. Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. Ah, I love it. I love bringing people together. How are we? Uh, which does make me think yeah. could be worse. Our experience <laughs> could be having a worse time. Yeah, could... Do you know what? It's so true. <laughs> we don't often take the time to compare these things to Jesse Eisenberg's yeah. Lex Luthor. Oh God. Well, look, Bruce Bruce Wayne, whose secret identity is Batman. He gets into, he decides that what he's going to do is get into the sinister man's mind reading machine. Because he's not having him calling him a pussy in front of all of his mates. And they've been doing it constantly. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, another thing that has happened uh, by now is that uh, Dick Grayson has accidentally stumbled upon Batman's Batcave. He comes through, he smashes through the door, slides down the stairs, and finds all of the fancy Batman shit just on display. Which seems to display itself especially when there's an intruder alert. (laughs) Sort of all un- unwind and shit. And he finds Alfred is stood by the Batmobile. Holy shit. Yeah. Alfred is Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's exactly what you think, sir. Bruce and Chase are still seeing each other. You're telling me their last date got better after the mass death of that family? <laughs> yeah. After I'm fucking someone else and death. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta see this guy again. <laughs> but that date gets interrupted oh. because Robin stole the Batmobile. Oh, what wacky hijinks will he get up to? Oh, he's going to accidentally foil a gang rape. A yeah. psychedelic gang so, rape. Which makes it worse. No, 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 no. Psychedelic. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So <laughs> he, yeah, and then he, he beats up quite a lot of them. Using Jim Carter. And loads of them come. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I thought you said Jim Carter. Like C-A-R-T-R. Jim Carter. I'm here to sort it out. <laughs> And he, he he does. He goes all Jim Carter on um, <laughs> on on those wrongins. Yeah. He 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 minders them, and then um, loads of them turn up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, better go and scrabble away. 
<laughs> and but before he can do that, Batman turns up. Yeah. And they and they all scarper because seven hundred thousand gang members can't take out one. <laughs> no, um, it's Val Kilmer. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then but then and then Dick Grayson starts beating on Batman, but like yeah. pathetically. It's like, he, he blames Batman. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's it's like Spy Hard, um, <laughs> before the, the big punch. And he's like, you, it's your fault. It's your fault they're dead because you didn't stand up. That made me imagine so him just like slapping and saying, "It's your fault. It's your fault." And he's like, "If Bruce Wayne could," and then he gives him a proper slug at the face. <laughs> oh shit! He goes flying back. Killed Batman. <laughs> he killed the legacy of Batman. I was fighting him. He wasn't taking me very seriously, but it was a fight. <laughs> you knocked his fucking head off, son. <laughs> Shit. Um, I do it again because it was his fault. I blame him. I guess him now I'll so have much. to be Batman. Alfred, I swear to God. <laughs> Get the fuck out of Not here. Time or place. <laughs> Only a few things happen now. Chase breaks up with Batman, which makes him smile like a fucking dog. <laughs> It's the best bat smile I've ever seen. The best bat smile you've ever seen. Better than any Christian Bale ones. So I'll make it the image for this week's tweet. <laughs> it's the best image ever. Um, Two-Face and Riddler then sneak into Wade Manor like the bullies mm. from a 90s teen movie. They fool Alfred, who's a fucking idiot now. Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, Bruce and Chase both know Home Alone Jitsu. <laughs> They're able to use, like, falling tables and such to thwart the bad guys. Paint cans swinging everywhere. <laughs> Valkyrie was like, hey, that's a great idea, Chase. Let's have them chase us up the stairs. She's like, not now, Jim. Jim? Val. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Jim Broadbent. That's right. I have an alter ego, Jim Carter. <laughs> and he's Batman, so you see, there's no way I uh, can be Batman. Well, you can see why Robert was so confused. <laughs> okay, so a few things happen. Chase gets stolen. Stolen, fuck. I don't know. She gets she gets yeah. nicked. And, uh... Yeah. Robin runs away for a bit, for a scene. Um, they figure out the riddles. It's brilliant. It's a incredible. It turns out Jim Carrey is the fucking Riddler. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> who, who, I know we're supposed to suspend disbelief with this. Yeah. With the whole thing of like masks, but fuck me. <laughs> why? Why? Why taunt the audience with that? <laughs> no, you see, they had to figure out who he was first. Oh, but it's brilliant. You see, it's finally a scene of um, Alfred and, Br- and Bruce Wayne being detectives. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's... Um... I'm a clock. Well, that one's clock. Um, <laughs> I'm a tennis court. Well, that's tennis court. Well, this is tough. Can we have a break? <laughs> but look, it's time for another incredible costume reveal. It's time for a char- our characters to just awkwardly, awkwardly, awkwardly. Walk- it's when you walk awkwardly to awkwardly come into <laughs> shot in their new, sp- shiny new Spanx. Yeah. And there are two lines here. That stuck with me for ages. And I don't know why, but okay. I've always remembered these two lines. And they're almost in succession. When he's wondering about whether or not he should go by uh, Sky or by um, Sea, mm-hmm. Robin comes in and Chris Chris O'Donnell delivers the line, Why not both? Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> saying it almost exactly like that. Why not both? <laughs> Just the oh, bizarrest way. And then Batman looks over and sees the R on his costume and says, R, what's that stand for? R. What's that stand for? Like that. For some reason, yeah. those two lines were ingr- are probably going to stay with me till the day I die. I don't know why. Just the way I mean, they're said are... is so weird. There are worse lines, I suppose. There the delivery in this are. film is very good. Um, <laughs> especially from our friend Val Kilmer, Jim Carter. <laughs> Jim Carter. Anyway. Jim Kilmer. When did Batman change his mind about bringing Robin with him on missions? 
When did that happen and why? When his <laughs> when his bird was nicked. <laughs> That'll do it. Oh Christ! Yeah. But at least at least Robin will earn his place on this mission later. He'll be in, he'll be invaluable to this whole operation. Mm-hmm. For sure. As hostage number two. Couldn't have happened without you, mate. Oh god! Literally, my next note um, is about how they kill Two Face. So if you have anything to say about anything that happens between them setting off on the final mission and literally defeating both bad guys, now's the time. I mean, that's that's what happens. That is what happens. Yeah, they he... go to the mission. Rob, Robin gets taken hostage, and then and then he wins. He yeah. he poses the Riddler a riddle. <gasps> oh, I, I I'm a bat, says Falcon. <laughs> well, you're a bat, obviously. He goes exactly, and then he throws a thing. <laughs> he throws a boomerang. <laughs> so what was he, d- he, he, he c- does knock out the lights but it's I couldn't think of one for boomerang <laughs> <laughs> so I am a boomerang <laughs> I keep coming back though I never leave boomerang Australian. bitch wham and he manages <laughs> to save both people it wasn't hard at all <laughs> Two-Face you know is f- hunted them down he's gonna kill them and it's looking pretty bad for both of them but luckily mm. Batman carries a hell of a lot of loose change just all the time. <laughs> so he fucking lobs it at him. And that just, that does the trick. <laughs> Confuses him. Confuses him really, really good. Yeah. Two-Face falls to his death and Jim Carrey gets old and stretched. Yep. Well, then I get my fa- my famous, my favorite line from the movie. You see, I'm both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Not because I have to be. Now. Because I choose to be. Um, again, the delivery. <laughs> And it's honey to my ears, Paul. Um, and it's also Love a that. sincere moment, so it's so it doesn't. Yeah. And and then then they run away from Alfred into the towards the screen. <laughs> well, yeah. So Batman has learned that he can easily be Batman and Bruce Wayne. He's actually been managing it really well this whole movie, so it's not a problem at all. Yeah. Uh, Grayson gets to watch his parents murder or die after all, so that's good. I hope that thing Batman yeah. said about him looking for more and more people to die doesn't happen. We'll worry about that later. And Batman and Robin <laughs> try to get out of the movie. So, that was it. Yeah. That was Batman Forever. And I think, I remember this being the better of the two Schumachers. Yes. And to some extent it is. I still agree with that. Yeah, it has a handful of scenes where it takes itself seriously and actually has a mood that is interesting and engaging. Yes. And I do actually remember finding those scenes engaging as a kid. All the flashbacks to the parents' funeral Mm. and stuff like that. But... It does have to be said that even those scenes are ultimately quite hollow, mm. with nothing really to say about Batman or revenge or grief. No. no. It's meant to be about duality, but there's not that much conflict in it, real conflict, apart from, you know... Yeah, the actual, conflict. Like the, the, the actual literal conflict of fighting. <laughs> I give credit to it for its... Um... The conflict between Batman and Robin, um, it seemed to be like right more more pronounced this time than I appreciated as a kid. Yeah, and it's less squabbly than yeah. uh, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. But yeah. um, Val Val Kilmer is very stern and solemn when he's talking to Dick about this, and I quite liked like the the mood there, and it did hint at stuff, mm. did hint at something deeper and darker beneath the surface. Hinting it was, hinting happens a lot. It, it is just the fact that and, and I appreciate its sincere moments. Um I thought there are a couple mm. of moments that we'll get to in Quickfire that I liked just because they didn't yeah. try and cut away with a joke. Um they yeah. actually just had the serious moment. But but on every, yeah. either side it's it's just nonsense. Tonal nonsense basically. It is really hard yeah, to I'll... make just it's really hard to em- em- embrace the two things at the same time. 
it is it's hard to rectify and rectify just, that's the word <laughs> nice <laughs> love that word it's, it sounds like rectum so it's always, in, it's always just on either <laughs> tip, side tip of me tongue. the dictionary that's open in my head um well regarding the batman uh robin dichotomy what you've got is batman trying to hope trying to make sure that robin doesn't make the mistake, same mistakes that he did yeah. but ultimately the movie has to end with robin becoming robin <laughs> for the for the franchise and so two-face still dies and robin's still super happy about it it's just that he didn't kill him yeah so you kind of get maybe into the territory of batman being the fucked up one who can shoulder all of the burden of bad stuff which is the ending to the dark knight yeah maybe a little bit but i don't know and then like you say just like batman and robin the action is so bad and the palette is yeah. garish and the camp aspects not ter- not funny for the most part. Yeah, and I don't think it's fair to compare this to the sixties um, Batman series because that was fucking hilarious. Mm. This is just obnoxious. Yeah, it feels like it's aiming for the same same yeah. level, but it's well, uh, kind of. Yeah, but 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 it doesn't have yeah, it doesn't have the same wit behind it, and the jokes don't have context. I mean, yeah. Exhibit A yeah. through Z most of Jim Carrey's lines, apropos of nothing, yeah. surfs up Big Kahuna, or there's there's a bit when he goes into, when they break into the Batcave, and he just looks at something and goes, now that's impressive. And all I could think was, yeah. you've not discussed anything being impressive, or you've, there's no comparison for that. So like the emphasis on that line, <laughs> or, or just the line itself right. has, has no grounding in anything. And it's a minor point, but after 90 minutes of stuff like that, yeah, like that finally tipped me over into yeah. nothing he says makes sense. No, it's just a Jim Carrey performance. It's very much in keeping with Ace Ventura and all the other stuff he was doing in the mid '90s. But yeah. here, feeling really weirdly out of out of step, and just it's, yeah, uh, it's a bit. It was a bit cringy, to be honest. Carrie and Jones are very interesting because they're both trying to play Jack Nic- uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker. Yes, and. Their gimmicks aren't really fully explored, like Two Face's obsession with duality, the Riddler's yeah. compulsion to test the Batman as like an intellectual, um, what do you call it, equivalent uh, yeah. peer, you know, just yeah. someone who might finally be able to beat him, and that's what he really wants is yeah. for someone to actually be smarter than him. They're both here, but kind of superficially. Yes, the Riddler is sending riddles, but it doesn't inform his crimes, and yeah. ultimately doesn't really account to much. You could have had Batman figure out. You could have just gone to the Riddler's mansion. He could have yeah. figured out that maybe this there's something shady about the mind control machines that everyone's got. Yeah. And he yeah, just... the Two Faces duality thing, he just flips a coin sometimes. And usually yeah. just flips the coin again and again until he gets what he wants. So Yeah. There's no reason why you could have just had two head in, in this movie. Yeah. And then he <laughs> if you wanted to set up for a sequel, have hints of the Riddler, have riddles or something like popping oh, up. But this movie can't have fewer villains than the previous film, is the problem. The last oh, film well. had Penguin, Catwoman, and Christopher Walken. <laughs> and Christopher Walken <laughs> is fort- it's fortunately perennial. He's His spirit yeah. lies within every Batman since, but... <laughs> yeah, tr- true. And you do need to make... Yeah. You do need to merchandise them for the MTV generation. Uh, we love that merchandise. The MTV- I had a lot of merchandise from this film, to be fair. I had the Batman and Robin uh, action figures from this film. Yeah. But you weren't part of the sort of dematerialistic, like, unmaterialistic... <laughs> non-materialistic MTV <laughs> generation who listened to the Smashing Pumpkins. The Smashing were... Pumpkins, I love those guys. They wrote a song for this, I think. Great. It's actually very similar to Batman and Robin. Um, yes. The two are quite clearly part of the same cinematic sequence. It's not like Batman and Robin ruined things by taking it too far. No. It's This is better for those handful of scenes that make you feel like something important might actually be happening. Yeah. And I give credit to the weird stuff. 
the film had me most engaged when it was weird. You know, the whole brain-sucking premise yeah. is quite surreal, but I'd love to have seen that taken further. You know, just something yeah. to come of it. The idea that the Riddler has access to everybody's brains. Like, that's yeah. interesting and weird, but it just makes him gurn more. My, my favourite bits of the movie, are, are, whether it's Jim Carrey, Val Kilmer, Jim Carter, any <laughs> line that was delivered sincerely yeah. was so powerful. Yeah. And there's one of Jim Carrey's as well. Mm. Um, he, he just delivers one without any extra gumph on top yeah. of it. And I, I had shivers because it was so menacing. Yeah. Like you said, you just kind of want to write a thank you letter to Chris Nolan. Yeah. It's Chris now. That's the thing. I did at one point think, this is for kids. We're lucky to have the Nolan trilogy mm. out there, but maybe it's nice that Schumacher tried to make this for kids. And I thought that in the first 20 minutes or so. <laughs> the thing is, the animated yeah. series is for kids and is more sophisticated than this. It's more menacing, Absolutely. more insightful, more interesting. And also... This isn't really something made for kids. Yeah. It's something made to be marketable towards kids, which is yes. a different thing. And yeah. I don't know, it just it's altogether more cynical than Burton's Batman. And it just, I don't know, it feels like either there was a corruption of vision there or there was no vision there. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, I mean the former leads to the latter eventually. Yeah, I can do. Eventually, yeah. Maybe Schumacher wanted to do something very sincere with this, but it just mm. feels like a very long Happy Meal commercial, and I do. It makes me feel a little nauseous as a result. Yeah, def- definitely cringy. Not as bad as Spy Hard, but um. <laughs> no, it's not as bad as Spy Hard, and it was kind of nice to dip back into this garish, garish world mm. where nothing makes sense and characters are paper thin. <laughs> but yeah, but it was another exercise in oh. Oh. oh, don't go back. Do you know what? If you're out there and you're thinking, this isn't how I remember Batman Forever, I remember it being great. Don't Just don't watch it again. Just have whatever memory you have of it. It's, I mean, I think there is value in going back and not having rose-tinted glasses for going yeah. in the past, but to some extent there is, there is an element of frustration about it to losing these things. It's also healthy to go back and, and realise. Um, and then it helps, it helps you colour... The present. Yeah. Um, yeah, it shouldn't necessarily negatively affect. Because I had a great time with this movie when I was a kid. It was the fourth mm. movie I ever saw. I loved it. I had, you know, various toys from it that I loved playing with. That's all real. You know, that doesn't mm. get changed by the fact that I can now look at it and realize it's not a very good film. You know? Yeah. No, of course. The, the, how I felt about it as a kid is not impacted by how I feel about it now. No. And I mean, listening to the, the end credits with that U, the one U2 song that's good and um, oh, yeah. Seal... The two of them together, that's where I get the most enjoyment now. Whenever I hear those two tracks, uh, <laughs> I go, oh, Batman Forever. Is Incredible. the U2 one the one that starts, uh, wee, 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 yeah. Did it, dan, dan, dan. yeah. Okay. Well, look. Let's 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 get to stuff like that. Let's let's quick fire. Yeah. Quick fire. I'll I'll say again. I said it with Batman and Robin. I'll say it again here. I like uh, Golden Falls opening music at the very beginning.
this. It's really cool until it goes da 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 and then it's just too much. I still I still like that. It um there's there's one bit later on yeah Batman. I think it's just after the um the friends not only friends partners line which I liked because it was it was sincere and it just relied on that. But then there was also that I think that um theme played. Not just a friend. partner and i went yeah batman i liked it <laughs> but I, I i do i do like the theme um and i liked some of elliot golden tool's choices some of i hate the action music he uses yeah. i really dislike that but i like saxophones the creepy <laughs> i like the creepy music yes yeah uh, i like two faces two heads theme light motif which seemed to it's it sort of wow it, it, it led wah. in with did um it? dance of the night did a bit did it did it yeah did it had a bit of romeo and juliet to did it, it. Dance of the yeah Nights. you're right it does <laughs> Which is cool, and also the, the Batman theme sometimes led in with thus, a sort of thus spake Zarathustra feel. <laughs> it had that. Yeah, that's quite good. I liked um, Tommy Lee Jones quite a bit in the thing. I think he yeah. was quite fun. He was sometimes. I mean, he ends up playing second fiddle to Jim Carrey for most for the most part, but in his early sequences. I mean, it looks like he's kind of having... I, I, it's weird, because I know he's not having fun, and he didn't get on with Carrie very well, but <laughs> it still looks like he is. And in particular, his little dance as uh, Drew Barrymore is explaining the meal she's prepared for him. Yeah. He's, he's like, dancing with one half of his body. That <laughs> Yeah. I, I liked it. I liked what he brought. That was fun. I liked Tommy Lee Jones. I liked Val Kilmer. I liked Nicole Kidman. You still, like, talent is talent. And mm. I... I I really enjoyed their screen presence, even though some of the stuff they were doing was ridiculous. Mm. Can't say right. the same for Jim Carrey, really, except for a, a couple of moments. But the the base cast, for the most part, yeah. were great, including Michael Goff. He's a yeah. he's, Michael Goff is a fantastic Alfred. Yeah, he always was. Um, I just liked him so much better in Burton's one. <laughs> he would have such I mean, sad yeah. lines. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I quite like Kilmer's Batman voice. I find yeah. his Bruce Wayne voice is kind of odd. If you can introduce images into the mind, what prevents you from extracting images out of the mind? Mm. There's something odd about him. When he's being Bruce Wayne's society man, there's something odd about that voice. But I quite like his Batman voice. You've been sucking Gotham's brainwaves, and now you've devised a way to read men's minds. It's good and breathy without feeling contrived. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. Could definitely suspend yeah. disbelief that people wouldn't know who it was until they kissed him. Mm. <laughs> when Val Kilmer breaks the door down to get into Chase Meridian's office, um, her name's Chase Meridian, by the way. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's very Bond. He breaks the door down because she th- he thinks she's in trouble, but she's just on the punching bag. And the actual mm. sh- the shot of him smashing down the door as if it was made of drywall, and which mm. I imagine it was, was was so good that I just for a second imagined Val Kilmer entering every room like that. <laughs> and that <laughs> that's... every room. <laughs> stumbles and looks up sheepishly oh i sorry i'm late <laughs> oh god do you suppose that 
Bruce Wayne developed a special Batman kiss to be distinct from his Bruce Wayne kissing because he does he did do it in Batman Returns as well. <laughs> uh, you, which one uses which one enough. uses more tongue? I feel like yeah. Bruce Wayne nervously uses his tongue whilst Batman just fucking gets in there with it. The Christian Bale Batman though would not use any tongue. <laughs> very very reactionary. Very chaste, I think. Yeah. Christian Bale Batman. But just Christian Bale Bruce kiss. Wayne is just Patrick Bateman so he'll just fuck you in front of your friend. He rims you first. <laughs> Whereas Batman just sort of pushes his lips onto yours until yours break. <laughs> it's very harsh. Less said about Batflight, the better. But um, <laughs> I like Jim Carrey's smaller moments. Um, yes. the, the moments of menace. And there's a couple of lines there, like um, after Bruce Wayne says, we'll set something up with my assistant, he says, You call my assistant Margaret, she'll set something up. Ah, uh, that's not going to be good for me. And yeah. this- I like that. And then when he goes to leave and he says, You were supposed to understand. I'll make you understand. And he doesn't even finish the duh on the stand. He just trails off. But yeah, quieter, smaller moments. I found him way more menacing. Yeah. Um, Similar similar to that, Mm. one of his final lines when he's talking about all the brainwaves making him like a god, and then he goes, "Yeah, a god, um, I." And but the eye is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Because the eye go, the eye sort of growls, which I liked for its absurdity. If he hadn't then drawn attention to that, but the actual yeah. monologue he has before that is delivered in a fairly flat, menacing way, without huh. any strange carry inflection. Victory is inevitable, for if knowledge is power. Than a god, am. Not not all of it. The last mm. couple of sentences, and it just gave me a little glimmer of, oh, that's <laughs> that's what this could have been. But it's interesting. We shall sample that because my memory of that is that it's carry right up until right up until, I line, but we'll. Uh... We'll there's, there's a line or two before that and if you sample okay. it i'll then trim it down to um <laughs> the, <laughs> the right I mean. thing um <laughs> love it love it mate but i guess it's similar to spy hard it's just hey jim carrey's big come yeah. and be jim carrey okay um yeah i like the fact that bruce wayne insists on full benefits for uh the suicide guy's family even when he thinks he's a suicide guy that was nice yeah nice little detail that is that is Bruce good. Wayne cares. We're supposed to fucking Zack Snyder's Batman who didn't notice the guy was sending the checks back for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> Our sc- script. He has to not notice. He has to be an asshole because all superheroes are Zack Snyder. <laughs> They're Jesus and assholes. Um, when, when he takes the guy's hearing aid and the guy goes, that's my hearing aid. There's a pause <laughs> and then a, a, a monotone. Thanks. Yeah. As, as he's working on the door, which is very good. Yeah. Very dry. Um, okay. Whilst we're... T- um, yeah, identifying songs that we quite like in the uh, in the mm. soundtrack. Quite like "Bad Days" by the Flaming Lips, which plays when Nigma returns to his shitty home. That's where I recognise that voice. Live on Mars and have it your way. 
I've heard the song outside of the context of this film, but I liked it. Just couldn't place it throughout. It's a weird one to put in. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's a weird it, scene. They're doing Selena Kyle going credit. back to her apartment. Um, yeah. This is borrowing a lot of notes from Returns, by the way. That whole Chase yeah. Meridian Batman thing is definitely meant to be Catwoman, Batman flirting, you know. But yeah, uh, and to be honest, Ow. works just about as well. <laughs> you floor, high fiber. <laughs> when the Riddler is in um, Two Faces' mm. lair and Two Faces is threatening to kill him, he goes, "You don't want to kill me. It's too easy for someone as powerful as you, and you, playing along to his sense yeah. of duality." Yeah. Oh, right. It's really I cool. See. Yeah. It's a really <laughs> I didn't good notice night. that. That's awesome. Yeah. Ah, That's fun. Uh, the statues at Wayne Manor are pretty dr- dramatic. There's fucking yeah. horses rearing out of the ground like mighty Kelpie. No. Fuck yeah. <laughs> no. I'm horseman. <laughs> fucking else. There is a statue that looks like it has an enormous package in Gotham. Fuck yeah. Um, that's, that's our Joel. <laughs> um, I did like the no sir, the other car. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I had that line. The Bentley? Yeah. No, sir, the other car. The, the, the whatever? Other. No, sir, the car. other. Yeah, car. he does it really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I quite like the immediacy of, Harvey, I'm Batman! Like, just straight away yeah. he jumped. I did, I, it was a weird moment because kind of like the biggest part of his identity, it turns out all you need to do is take a few hostages and he'll right away yeah. just start screaming who he is. But... It was yeah. a dramatic moment to have him do that. It's an interesting character trait, refreshing from other Batmans who would have the tortured thing of, I can't reveal myself to be Batman, even though these people are going to die. Whereas this one is just... Something just came back to me from across the ages of watching this film. I just remembered a detail from the first time I saw it back in 1995. Ooh. I didn't realise that he was Batman. Bear in mind, I was really? seven years old. Yeah. I didn't realise that Bruce Wayne was ah. Batman, because when do you see him take off the costume? Yeah. I didn't realise that was him, and then when he gets up and screams, I'm Batman, I was like, oh, he's Batman. What a twist. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> How weird that that should come back right now. God. I'm going to go home and revise my <laughs> Cobra manuscript. <laughs> Turns out, if you make him a character in the movie as well, people will care about it. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I, I liked how one of Two Faces' henchmen was calling him Face. Face, hey Face, <laughs> to get his attention in the helicopter. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, I like the acrobatics done by the uh, Flying Graysons. It reminds you of how it feels to watch people do physically impressive stuff. Something you will not be feeling yeah. during the action scenes of the film. I did. I did want them to have more continuous shots. Yeah. Of uh, of, of the acrobats <laughs> rather than just disconnected. Uh, Segment. It was good impact. You got this sort of impression of bodies in motion, which I quite liked. True. There's a, there's another. I, I I think it's the <laughs> yeah, it's the ball. What? Sorry, I just saw the next one on my list. Good looking burger. I didn't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> the burger so nice. We mentioned it twice. Fuck yeah. Um. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about that. I liked Bruce and Alfred's <laughs> one two there when you know he's going. Ah, oh, you know, someone to fix up these bikes. I let them keep one as a fee. Oh well, have a good trip dickhead and then yeah. he passes alfred on the way out <laughs> he's just got this beautiful arrangement of burger with onion ring on top flour in the vase yeah. open burger he's like, oh, yeah open burger deconstructed burger and he's like well <laughs> throw it away alfred oh i suppose the dogs will like it or something yeah i, I let's perhaps the dogs are hungry yeah and then um, the supermodel that bruce wayne arranged is like is he leaving so soon yes i'm afraid so ophelia you'll have to go fuck the dogs <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm so wet all dogs will have to do 
literally fuck any human. Hey, Bruce, wait up. <laughs> hey, Al. <laughs> Which I also liked. I liked him calling Alfred Al. Yeah, that was good. Um, I thought the dead Graysons looked great. Um, <laughs> the scene where all the all the Grayson family's dead, lying on the floor. The dead in Graysons. Um, yeah, the dead... The, <laughs> the amazing dead Graysons! <laughs> just drop them for the rafters. <laughs> yeah, it was just a dramatic shot of his whole family just sort of dead there. And a yeah. slow zoom in, you know, both to him and the parents. That was, yeah, that was dramatic. Uh, nice. And Golden Tool's music is sad in that moment. He he chose well. <laughs> um, a few, a few, a few Jim Carrey things because if I do these really quickly, I can get them all done in one go. Fuck yeah. Um, he 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 says at some point he says something about post homicidal depression and then does a weird sad dolphin noise, oh, yeah. which is interesting. Yes. Um, and it and it was not egregious enough to to be cringy. It was just funny and weird, and I could appreciate that. Um. <laughs> His, the final suit he wears, the white with sparkles, was outstanding. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the delivery of, uh, I've seen your mind, freak! Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, finally, there's another line of his which d- d- delivered in a normal voice. Um, which, was, which one will it be, Batman? And I can't quite remember, but it must have just been, which one will it be, Batman? And again, it was chilling. Which one will it be, Batman? I think yeah. he says. Oh, okay, yeah. I liked... I like the way he looked after his machine explodes when he's weird yeah. and lumpy. It reminded me of a Frank Miller comic panel. Yeah. He just looked rough. That was quite good. Yeah. Um, also, another moment of theirs I liked was the punching guard scene. Uh, yes. Where, yeah. you know, Two-Face shows him how to punch the guard out. Hey, Two-Face, show me how to punch a guy. It's dirt simple, my boy. Ball up the fist, reach way back, and assert yourself. <laughs> that yeah. looks like fun. <laughs> Let me try. Let me try. And in particular, Tommy Lee Jones laughing and reminding him of the key points whilst laughing. And express express yourself just sort of as express yourself. <laughs> and that was yeah. Yeah. That, that was good. I really well, liked it. Good that. camera movement, made it quite a dynamic scene because it went from one guard to the yeah. next without crazy cuts. Oh, and I, I did also yeah. like Jim Carrey's the the walk he does from the dark to the light side of Two Faces room oh his little prancy yeah. thing again yeah like in the wrong mood it could have just been another jim carrey extravagance but it felt right in that moment i really like valkyma's delivery of um the then this is how it will happen speech then it will happen this way you make the kill but your pain doesn't die with harvey it grows so you run out into the night to find another face and another and another until one terrible morning you wake up and realize that revenge has become your whole life yes i don't know what it comes to like i was expecting it to go the direction of eventually you'll become the thing you hate but instead it goes revenge will have become your whole life which is a bit more nebulous as a concept but um his delivery of that speech i found quite dramatic yeah along with the golden tall music and the lighting nice Pasty face twit is a great line from Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Yeah. Gotta love that. That was probably improvised. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So after saving her from some sort of peril, um, Chase suddenly says, Midnight, my place. And Batman does a double take. Yeah. That I quite enjoy because because of that stupid cowl, he has to move his whole body to do it. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was quite entertaining. Good stuff. Um, when Drew Barrymore says Bruce Wayne introduces himself and Drew Barrymore says you can call me anything you want Val Kilmer does a oh, face <laughs> like an okay 
Okay. I see. There's a, a newspaper headline that says something like, Batman's still brilliant. And um, Two-Face <laughs> looks at it and says, That's just what I said. But like, he, he waited a little while yeah. to say it. And that, yeah, yeah. that amused me. Uh, cool. Yeah. Hey, look, I felt a little bit of peril when um, they turned the machine back on and it zaps Bruce as he's staring at the screen. Oh, went, oh no. Oh, no. They got him. <laughs> um, Better hope they don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Phew. Um, Thought they'd come to him with it first. After getting shot in the head, Wayne falling down the stairs was uh, pretty dramatic. Kill the... Hmm. If, if stuntman did a good job of just sliding down the uh, the staircase there. Yeah, nice. My last one. When Batman enters hmm. the, the ball, Nigma's ball... A guy who I'd like to think is the same guy as the boiling acid just goes, Batman! Ah! <laughs> Batman! Yeah! <laughs> he has been isolated on YouTube, I can assure you. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, Wonderful. God. I have two left. Okay. First of all, Holy Rusted, Be- uh, Holy Rusted Metal Batman is quite good. It's, you know, yeah. it's a play on, you know, the fact that old Robin used to say, Holy this and that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was cute. I liked it. Cool. Fuck it. Fuck it. And finally, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Fuck yeah. There used to be a grey and tower alone on the sea. You became the light on the dark side of me. Love remains a drug that's high enough to But did you know that when it snows, my eyes become is the yeah. most iconic thing about Joe Schumacher Batman. <laughs> Love that song. Everyone it's loves so that song. It's so it good. It was it wasn't actually written for the film. It was uh, yeah. it was on Seal's second album, but it was re released uh, for the film, so mm. still the best thing about Batman forever. It de- it definitely, definitely is. Definitely is. Alright, Paul, how about the OG team? The OG team said Blightbusters said pretty much any time Alfred Pennyworth is on screen. No offense to Sir Michael Caine, but this Alfred was always my favorite. He's yeah, he's very good. He's very yeah. good at doing the sort of sad moments. But I don't know if he ever emotionally moved me as much as um, the scene where Michael Caine quits. Yeah, you know, in the third one, well, they burned the forest was, down. You know, <laughs> I cried a lot during that scene. <laughs> I love diamonds. <laughs> B.T. Calloway from The Simpsons Index says that one guy at the beginning who helpfully screams, oh no, it's boiling acid. <laughs> How would you know it was boiling if not for him? It's a hero. The hero we needed and deserved. Which Blockbusters uh, continues. Yeah, because plain old acid just isn't scary enough. We absolutely had to know it was boiling too. <laughs> All right. A- and it's hot. Ow. Sean Flurl, enemy of the podcast, Sean Flurl says, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> yes. Who, um, that is a line. Is the boss of Nigma? No, that is a line that uh, <laughs> um, Jim Carrey approached Tommy Lee Jones at one stage behind the scenes, and um, ah. he said uh, hi to him, and Tommy Lee Jones wasn't having it. And he was like, what's your problem, man? And Tommy Lee Jones said to him, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Beyond the box set says Nicole Kidman embracing pure, unfettered camp as the least convincing criminal psychologist of all time. <laughs> Chase Meridian. I mean, your lips is right out of there. She really, she does imply that she fucks a lot of her patients at one stage. She has a line in there where she's like, um, I've always been attracted to the wrong kind of men. Hey, look what I do for a living. Yeah. And it's like, those shouldn't be correlated. Interesting parallels with Harley Quinn there. 
They continue, as a child, I was also genuinely disturbed by the deaths of Robin's family. Yeah, that was a disturbing moment. Yeah. They're a nice, happy family one minute and nothing the next. Yeah. Chris Attaway at Boswina says, you've got to hand it to them. Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey are fully committed to those bonkers roles, and I admire that. Yeah, they really do go for it. Like, if it, they're, in the, they're going in the wrong direction, and a director should have, you know, wrestled them back from trying to just do Jack Nicholson, but... The fact that they are just doing Jack Nicholson, they really fucking go for Jack Nicholson. They really try and do Jack Nicholson. Um, <laughs> you got to admire that. Chris from Re- Revisited continues. Oh, God, I'm going to watch it too. I love it. I mean, it's pure crap, but I do love it. The other best <laughs> thing is Robin kicking his washing onto the line. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> I tried to do it when I was 10 whenever mum made me hang the washing out. <laughs> but then he continues. I couldn't manage the whole film because of stupid work commitments, but I got 32 minutes in and I'd like to revise my previous statement. Replace the yeah. phrase, I love it, with I have a headache. Yeah. Don't go back, guys. <laughs> or if you do, Or maybe you should. It's like it's like the prequels. Go back. Yeah, when, I mean that's true. That, that wasn't a betrayal like the Last Jedi was. At least the prequels are good. You can then go back and watch the prequels and go. It's not a betrayal. It's less than that. Yes, it will help you rephrase things for and get ready for yeah. Matt Reeves the Batman by rewatching what happens. <laughs> yeah, like someone did say that on Twitter. It's like, oh great, another dark, gloomy version of Batman, and it's like. Would you prefer? And then just like a gif of fucking yeah. anything credit from card. either of these movies. K.I. Blocker, Jackie, says, uh, oh, yeah. it's all good. Prime Jim Carrey, goofy Tommy Lee Jones, puns, one-liners, what's not to love? Also, this is the best Batmobile, which is a, a lofty claim. Ooh, it's a big claim. I'll say on the Batmobile, it utilizes a lot of negative space. Ooh. It has patches in its uh, armor where you can see the glowing engine underneath. Oh, yeah. And that's never been a huge thing for me. I've never liked negative space in design much. You remember in The Hobbit when they decided, oh, we need a new branch of elves for Mirkwood. Mm. So they just took all of the elven stuff that they had for like, you know, the first, the original trilogy and put holes in it. Now they've got the same curvy daggers, but with like holes and yeah, lattice right. work going down the length. And it's just not as good for mm. me. I, I'll, I'll always, I think, prefer Julian Caldo's um, design of the Batmobile for Tim Burton's Batman. And of course... Nathan Crowley and Christopher yeah, Nolan's joint efforts. <laughs> joint efforts because Christopher Nolan did cra- originally craft it out of Play-Doh <laughs> so that Nathan Crowley knew what he was getting at. <laughs> well, appreciate that effort. Uh, but it's a good, it's, it's a fine Batmobile, but yeah, negative space, never my thing. Thanks, OG team. Thanks, OG team. What a good list. What a fantastic list. A bit of engagement there. Let's smash through the one better thing. The one better thing. My one better thing, I thought about family action movies. Uh, Marvel pretty much have this sorted. Yeah. You know, they got the tone right of just yeah, yeah. lighthearted, sometimes to a fault, but very engaging, very fun, and never obnoxious. But if you want a campy action movie, something that shows that you can have, you know, a darker tone mixed in with something that's very flamboyant and camp and knowing, then I think John Wick is a pretty good call. And specifically, yeah. the heights that it reached in John Wick 3. Where the aesthetic is just a gorgeous hue of neon colours. And yeah. it's very self-aware, you know, in terms of how it portrays its main character. as just a godlike killing machine. And the and it's very also aware, I think, of how funny it is that that killing machine is played by Keanu Reeves. Yes. In his <laughs> performance. It's very knowing. It's It matches him. It knows exactly the people to put around him to match that sort of camp tone. Whether yeah. it's Ian Lovejoy doing his stuff or, you know, the odd cameo from Peter Serafinowicz back in the day. The guy yeah. who plays, uh, I think it's Zero, 
the bald-headed um, assassin. Lance Reddick. Oh, no. Is it La- no, Lance Reddick is the... Um, I thought you were going to oh, say the, the hotel like, manager. receptionist. Yeah. He's great hotel too. Manager. I love him in this. But um, yeah, whoever's playing, I think, Zero, the yeah. guy from the third one, is brilliant. Obs- obsessive and- fan assassin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And Halle Berry is really good in this one as well. So Yeah. yeah Jerome Flynn just- does a thing. Yeah. Does an Indiana Jones-style foreign yeah. accent. <laughs> love that. It's just good fun. It's good yeah. fun in a neon-hued space. And you got to yeah. love that. Cool. Well, yeah. Paul's already mentioned it, but um, because we've already sort of recommended to death um, the Batmans, give the mm. uh, animated series a try of something that's oh, yeah. pitched a similar audience, but is just way more sophisticated and entertaining and dark yeah. and mm. consistent than... And uh, that's the stuff that engages you. Yeah. You know, that's the it stuff that is. kids actually want to see. They want to see the darker stuff. They want to be pandered to. It's, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, look, it's, it's great. And play yeah. Arkham Asylum. Cause it keeps, oh, yeah. It, it, it definitely keep in, in keeping with that spirit. Yeah. And I like the other two Arkham games, too. Yeah. Two, I say. Two, <laughs> two I say. Not... <laughs> bit too flabby for me. Um, Not three. Ar- Arkham Asylum, a nice, yeah. tight it's definitely piss when you've been holding on for a long time. Yeah, definitely. The one better thing. Okay, Ooh. Paul, how can people find out about our succinct asses? Check out Instagram, where we've got a totally illegal (laughs) account of butts and poop and nothing else. Um, But if you want podcast-related stuff, which I do recommend um, if you want to stay employable, then you can do so on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod, where we put out the call for the OG team um, every week now. We're getting pretty good at it after three years. Um, Although, to be fair, we haven't been doing this for the whole three years, so... um, Still in that two and a half year range. Ridiculous thing to say. Yeah, but um, other than that, <laughs> we have a Patreon. Um, we've actually we've had a few <laughs> new patrons recently. Yeah, we've got Victor, Cody, and May. Thanks so much for patronising us. You are flipping amazing, and now the whole world knows. Fuck yeah! Because of you guys, and um, also Nell, who decided to become a patron, as well yep. as as well as loving me for some reason. <laughs> um, we for have, some awful reason. Yeah, spite. Well, best, best not think about spite. it. Spite. Yeah. <laughs> probably spite <laughs> mixture of spite and pity um, we have also passed our first milestone in patrons meaning we will be recording our very first let's play as a patreon exclusive yeah we will so yeah we will yeah we fucking will so if that's your kind of thing including uh paul salt's x-men pitch mm-hmm. which came out on friday um then we recommend becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month we release content weekly so um pretty good deal it's it's good it's very good we're cheaper than netflix and better than Netflix. So <laughs> sign up. We're the real Tiger Kings. I'm Paul Tiger King. I'm I'm the tigers everywhere. And remember, the one good thing about Batman Forever is that if you look carefully, you'll notice that your rose is now in bloom. Baby.